G'day, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news, workers' stories and social justice issues. This program is produced in Melbourne on the stolen lands of the Kulin Nation and we pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Tuesday the 28th of April is International Workers Memorial Day. Last year, outside Victoria Trades Hall, I found myself quite overwhelmed by the sadness and individual horror of the death of our working comrades who never returned home from work some fateful day. This year, with COVID-19 severely restricting large gatherings of people, the memorial went online. These memorials were held all over the country and across the world, but the theme is the same. We remember the dead and fight like hell for the living. Today we return to the Victoria Trades Hall Memorial in the wake of the horrific death of four police officers during a traffic stop on a freeway last week. First up, the Union Choir, followed by Victoria Trades Hall Secretary Luke Hilakari's opening remarks. Under a blue sky in the morning sun We bow our heads and think of everyone Whose cherished lives were carelessly undone We know there is a better way So many sorrows, too many tears All those tomorrows, all these years A life is not meant to be lived with fear We know there is a better way. Hello, comrades, and welcome to our online service for uh, the International Workers' Memorial Day. Um, Before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge traditional owners of land, the wandering people, pay our deep respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. This land was stolen, never ceded, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I'd also like to affirm the values of our union movement. We are union. We stand united as a great movement of workers. Our diversity is our strength. Our solidarity is our power. We respect and take care of each other. Prejudice and discrimination, including misogyny, racism and homophobia, have no place in our movement. We rise together. Today and every day, we commit ourselves to achieving justice, fairness, equality and dignity for all workers, solidarity forever. So, comrades... Uh, we unfortunately have to do things a little bit different this year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And although we physically need to be apart, um, we thought it was super important for today. We do spend time together marking this important occasion. Um, so I'd like to welcome everyone to the online uh, broadcast today. Um, if you'd like to show some solidarity, we are doing some uh, actions that you can take at home. We're asking people to put out your boots. So if you have a pair of boots or a pair of shoes that you wear to work every day, put it out, take a photo, um, share it online, um, and we'll make sure that we share this message around with lots of people. Because today is a day in which we remember the dead, but we fight like hell for the living. Um, and that mission continues. Um, I'd like to welcome today particularly those folks who have lost a loved one or a workmate um, and are with us and watching at home. I'd like to also welcome the OHS reps and delegates who, without you, um, our workplaces would be so much more dangerous. Um, the work you do saves lives and saves people from being injured. I'd also like to acknowledge especially the frontline 
uh, workers in this fight to contain COVID-19 and the essential workers too. These are everyone from healthcare workers to emergency services folks, to education people, to teachers, to carers, to cleaners, to retail and service delivery people, to public servants, construction and manufacturing and horticultural workers who are keeping our economy running. Um, you people are all doing a terrific job out there. Um, and you have the thanks and love, not of our movement, but of everybody. I'd also like to acknowledge the ministers and members of parliament who are joining us today as well. Um, finally, I want to pass our deepest sympathies onto the police association, um, their members um, and their family because of the four officers that were killed on the job last week in Melbourne. Um, that was a terrifically sad event. Um, we are all upset and devastated for your loss. You have our solidarity and our sympathies. The Victorian Union Movement, um, we have a proud history of fighting for health and safety for working people. Um, every year we mark that and we recognise what has gone on in that year during the International Workers Memorial Day. Um, as I said before, a day to remember the dead and fight like hell for living. Um, this year, um, unfortunately, the numbers of people who have been killed at work has spiked to 39. Um, that is just such a terrible number. Um, on top of that, we have 30,000 people who have been injured at work this year. Um, we can and we, we must do better than this, comrades. Um, we can't be in a situation where uh, the numbers of people who are being killed at work have actually been increasing. Um, that's why we thought it was so important that we spent the last couple of years we, with many, many other folk and, and the families of people who have, who have lost folk um, to fight for workplace manslaughter laws. They'll come into effect um, July 1st this year. We think that will make a big difference. Um, despite a number of employers, employer bodies trying to push back against those laws, the effect those laws will have will mean that so many more businesses will start reviewing the health and safety practices on their sites. Um, that is just so key because for the first time, you know, directors and CEOs and owners of these companies will be held to account if a worker gets killed on site. Um, it could mean possible jail time, but that is not what we're actually chasing. What we're actually chasing is to make sure that that 39, that number, is reduced so those people come home to us safely. That's what we desperately want. Um, and so we're very pleased that these laws have been introduced, but, of course, there will be more to be done. Um, we will hear later today from one family member, uh, Lana Cromery. Um, thanks, Lana, for coming to join us for the importance of the industrial manslaughter laws. Um, she played a key role um, in these laws, and we'll be um, very pleased to hear from her. Um, but before we begin, um, more formally, um, we have a few messages of support that have come from both the Treasurer, Tim Pallas, and he's the, also the Minister for Industrial Relations, and the Minister for Workplace Safety, the Attorney-General, Jill Hennessy. So let's play those messages. Thank you for the opportunity to speak at this service. This is a particularly painful and poignant time to be speaking as we're still coming to terms with the loss of four brave Victoria police officers in the line of duty last Wednesday evening. I'm thinking of the families of the four officers and the wider Victorian police family. We are grieving with them and we will always be there to support them. I also want to express how much I feel for all the people who've lost a family member, a friend, a loved one to a workplace accident. Dr. Lana Comrie, uh, who's also speaking today, is one of those people. I've been honoured to meet Dr Comrie and to hear her story firsthand. I have so much respect and gratitude for the way that she's turned her grief 
into a passionate drive for greater workplace safety. Every day, many brave people risk their lives simply by showing up to work. I'm thinking not just of our police force, but also everyone working on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic. For our health workers saving lives, to our hospitality and supermarket workers. I'd like to thank all workers that aren't able to stay home and stay safe, but instead are out there working to give Victorians essential care, supplies and services. I'm also grateful to the family, friends and loved ones of these workers. It's difficult to say goodbye to the people that you love as they leave for work, knowing the risks that they face. Some jobs involve necessary risk, but not all risks are necessary. Putting people's lives at unnecessary risk in the workplace should not be tolerated. All grief is painful, but losing someone through a workplace accident is particularly sudden, traumatic and distressing. Unfortunately, we see too many workplace-related deaths in Victoria, including 24 workplace fatalities last year. This number is unacceptable because each of these numbers is a person. It's a family member, a friend, a colleague, or a member of our community whose life has been cut tragically short. And for far too long, those that have been left out uh, or left behind are left wondering why someone didn't do more, why nobody was held to account. That's why we've introduced workplace manslaughter laws. From July 2020, workplace manslaughter will be a criminal offence. No longer will we tolerate negligence, carelessness or complacency when it comes to the responsibility of employers to keep their workers safe. I also want to recognise and express my gratitude for the important work that OH&S representatives are doing in the workplace to help raise and address issues representing the interests of workers and helping to keep them safe. Your work is vital. The Andrews Labor Government will keep fighting to make sure that no Victorian's life is put at risk in the workplace, so we can be sure that our loved ones will return home from work every day. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Jill Hennessy. I'm the Minister for Workplace Safety and the Victorian Attorney General. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land and to pay my respects to elders past and present and to thank Trades Hall for inviting me to be part of today's memorial service uh, despite all of the logistical challenges that COVID-19 has provided. I think it's important to acknowledge the very, very difficult and challenging loss that we saw last week of four Victorian police officers who were killed in the line of their work. And that is a reminder of just how important it is for us to always remember those that have passed and to make sure that we continue to fight for the living. And I know that all of Australians have reached out in their hearts and minds to provide love and care uh, in respect of those families and for all members of Victoria Police. Unfortunately, this year, we've lost at least 20 Victorian workers in the course of doing their work. And of course, 
Those losses have come from construction in agriculture, policing, firefighting. Uh, again, we've got to make sure that in providing support and remembering those that we've lost in their workplace, uh, that we use that as inspiration to continue to make sure that every worker comes home safe. So I want to extend my deepest care and compassion to those that are memorialising a loved one, a colleague uh, today as we honour their life, but we also need to make sure we use that as inspiration and motivation to continue to fight for safer workplaces. We have now workplace manslaughter laws very shortly to come into effect, but we've got to do so much more to make sure that we make our workplaces safe. And I'm very dedicated to working uh, with all of the union movement and all of the Victorian community to make sure that we have families who at the end of the day are reunited with the people that they love and that people are able to have long and fulfilling lives. Uh, and that those of you today who are dealing with deep grief and a deep sense of loss, um, that you feel supported and honoured by us. Thank you very much for inviting me to participate in today's proceedings uh, and I'll continue to do all I can, no doubt, um, along with our many, many partners that are here memorialising those that have lost their lives today. You are listening to Stick Together, Workers' Stories, Union News and Social Justice Issues. Tuesday the 28th of April was International Workers' Memorial Day and despite the COVID-19 pandemic, it went ahead but online. We are listening to the Victoria Trades Hall Memorial and we now will hear from someone who has lost her husband to a workplace event and was part of the bringing of workplace manslaughter laws onto the table in Victoria, Dr Lana Cormie. For those who don't know me, my name is Will and I'm an Assistant Secretary here at Trades Hall. Uh, every year around this time, we come together to remember those who've lost their lives at work. And every year, we also recommit ourselves to fighting like hell for the living. And um, it's my great privilege now to introduce you to uh, someone who has carried more than their share of that fight, and that's Dr Lana Cormie. Two years ago, on the 21st of March 2018, a trench collapsed in Delacombe, and it killed two workers. Jack Brownlee and Lana's husband, Charlie Hawkins. Lana and the Brownlee family channeled their grief at that terrible loss into the campaign for industrial manslaughter laws. And they were with us at Parliament House when that legislation finally passed. So Lana has recorded a message for us today for this International Workers Memorial Day. I would like to share a poem with you today by Don Merrill entitled I chose to look the other way. I could have saved a life that day, but I chose to look the other way. It wasn't that I didn't care, I had the time and I was there. But I didn't want to seem a fool or argue over a safety rule. I knew he'd done the job before. If I spoke up, he might get sore. The chances didn't seem that bad. I'd done the same, he knew I had. So I shook my head and wailed on by. He knew the risks as well as I. He took the chance, I closed an eye, and with that act, I let him die. I could have saved a life that day, but I chose to look the other way. 
Now every time I see his wife, I'll know I should have saved his life. That guilt is something I must bear, but isn't something you need share. If you see a risk that others take, that puts their health or lives at stake, the question asked or thing you say could help them live another day. If you see a risk and walk away, then hope you never have to say, I could have saved a life that day, but I chose to look the other way. Over the past 12 months, 39 Victorians have not come home from work. Already in 2020, we have lost 25. These people are not just a number on a WorkSafe spreadsheet. They are our people. They leave a huge hole and the harm done by their loss is immeasurable. What makes this even more horrendous is that in the vast majority of cases, these deaths are preventable. They are not unavoidable accidents. They are horrific and traumatic events more akin to a war zone than to a workplace. There are also many, many cases of prolonged suffering due to injury and illness, both physical and mental. The statistics don't count these, but we know that they are there and we remember these fallen workers also on this day. Two years ago, I stood at Trades Hall in Melbourne, having just lost my husband at work. I had just embarked on a steep learning curve. I learned that the death of our workers was no accident. It was a result of a fundamental cultural problem with workplace health and safety in this country. I learnt that the systems are not working and that the laws are insufficient. I learnt that in fact the OHS Act didn't even consider killing a person at work to be a crime. I learnt that the law was risk-based only. What an insult to us all. I learnt that what was ahead would be a gruelling experience and that I now joined other families in coping with a system which actively re-traumatises those who are already suffering. I also learnt that there is no real structured support in place for families as they are catapulted into a world of regulators, coroners and police investigations, a world where no one will even tell you how your loved one died. As early as one month after Charlie's death, I realised that something was very wrong. So on this day two years ago, I joined the many, many voices who were calling for change and had been for many decades. I never wanted to be here, and yet I was. I had no choice. So over the last two years, I have seen change. I've had support come from unexpected angles, too many to mention, from fellow bereaved families all the way to Parliament House. On the 1st of July, we will finally see the union chant, kill a worker, go to jail, become a reality. Workplace manslaughter has been committed for many years by many people and many companies. Now this has been acknowledged and I would like to congratulate all those involved in that movement for reform. Another incredibly significant consequence of this new law is deeply important to me. This amendment is the only part of the OHS Act which acknowledges that the death of a person is the outcome of the failure to mitigate risk. These outcomes are people, and finally, the law recognises them. 
While workplace manslaughter legislation is a big milestone, and this must of course be celebrated, it represents but the tip of the iceberg. There is still much work to do. I see already that it has been a catalyst for much change, and I hope to see the flow-on effects lead to much greater reform. And success will mean less deaths and injuries in our workplaces. The 1st of July will also mark the first time ever in Victoria that those affected by workplace fatality and serious injury will be given a voice in a formal sense. A new legislated workplace incidents consultative committee will give affected persons a forum to advocate for change now and into the future. It is about time that the most important stakeholders have finally been given a seat at the table, that we will no longer be invisible. There are many of us out there, many families surviving the death of a loved one at work and also many, many workers with life-changing injuries and illness. Today we remember those taken tragically and we think of those quite recently and we think of those families at a very dark time. We also remember those taken at work each and every year whose families still feel that loss as acutely as if it were yesterday. And while not a day goes by that we don't remember those lost to us, today is a day when our community also remembers. We remember and honour those who never came home. And we commit to carry their memory with us as they continue to work towards the only acceptable number of workplace-related deaths, zero. Thanks, Lana. On behalf of the union movement, I really want to pay tribute to you for having the courage to tell your story. And I also want to pass on the heartfelt thanks of the union movement to you, to the Brownleys, Dave and Janine, and to all of the other families and friends of people who've died at work. It was really you telling your stories that made the difference. You were the ones who really brought home to the decision makers and to the politicians the terrible heartbreak that happens when someone leaves for work one morning and they just never come home. You made our workplaces safer and we really want to thank you for that. And just on that, uh, on that grief, um, if hearing or talking about these issues today brings up any personal concerns for you or for someone that you know, um, you can contact Lifeline on 13114 or you can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 226 you're on Stick Together, workers' stories, union news and social justice issues. We will finish off our coverage of the International Workers' Memorial Day ceremony in Melbourne with a few words from Luke Kilakari, Secretary of the Victoria Trades Hall, and a reminder of those who have fallen. Uh, when I first started writing this speech, you know, the, the, the death toll in Victoria stood at 35. Um, with the incident that happened on the Eastern Freeway that killed four police officers, that unfortunately brought it up to 39. What we also miss from um, International Workers Memorial Day is, is really a true count of how many workers who do die. Um, we use that count right now at 39, but there's a much larger figure where um, deaths of work-related factors and occupational diseases such as uh, cancer, uh, asbestos and silicosis, um, or even COVID-19, um, that those numbers aren't truly reflected in what we currently see. Um, we would want that to change. Even uh, work-related stress, mental health and suicide 
um, those numbers, again, aren't reflected in what we talk about. And I always say, um, you count what you care about. And we should be counting those numbers. And so we will continue to work with WorkSafe and the state government to try to get that right, even though those numbers can be quite, um, at times, difficult to ascertain. A man in his 40s was killed by a forklift load that fell from its tines and crushed him at a machinery depot in Somerton. A truck driver was killed in a crash while on the road to Nurkong. A farm worker in his 40s was killed when he was struck by a post hole digger at a property in Raywood. A bus driver was killed in a crash while driving his route between Adelaide and Melbourne. A farmhand was killed when he sustained serious head injuries in the course of felling trees. A man in his 60s was killed when he fell from a ladder as he was installing skylights on a residential construction site. A 22-year-old apprentice jockey was killed as she carried out track work at a course near Cranbourne. A worker was killed when a wall collapsed on him on a residential construction site in Ballarat. A truck driver was killed near Bina as he inspected the underside of a vehicle and it rolled backwards onto him. A three-year-old boy was killed by an incident with a quad bike in the Derrick Valley. A 50-year-old man died when he was caught in machinery at a factory in Delacombe. A truck driver was killed when the concrete truck he was driving rolled over in northeast Victoria. A truck driver was killed when his vehicle hit wire rope barriers on the side of a highway in Werribee. That's it for Stick Together this week. Stick Together is produced in Melbourne and made possible through the financial support of the Community Radio Foundation. And we come to you on the Community Radio Network through your local community radio station. The podcast is available at 3cr.org.au and you can contact the producers of the show at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com. My name's Annie McLaughlin. Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there is a union for you. Now, until next time, stick together. Under a blue sky in the morning sun We bow our heads and think of everyone 
Whose cherished lives were carelessly undone, we know there is a better way. So many sorrows, too many tears, all those tomorrows, all these years. A life is not meant to be lived with fear, we know there is a better way. Raising issues every day, we work to live, not just for pay. With our union we have a say, just as the beacon that lights our way. Today we stand in solidarity and offer comfort to the families. Who could imagine seeing days like these? We know there is a better way.